on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. And uh, I've got your Joey Life Hack. This is good. If you've got a secret social media account, you know, for work or for family or something like that, make sure to set that profile to dark mode and then the other to light mode so you always know which one you're on because sometimes people make a mistake. That's happened many times with, like, celebrities that have, like, a Whoa. secret account. And then they accidentally post from their actual celebrity account being like, oh, so-and-so's the best I saw. I can't remember what celebrity it was, but they commented and they're like, oh, my gosh, he is so cool. And then who was that? It was like Kevin Durant or something, no, the NBA player. Was it really? So, something where, yeah, the celebrity was, was trying to give themselves a compliment, catching themselves. I mean, that's what I do. I have <laughs> I have a bunch of fake ones. I'm like, man, Joey's got Joey, like 19 burner accounts. Joey's so cool from Joey and Lauren. Man, he's just so awesome. So I guess if you do one in dark mode, one in light mode, uh, that is better. I saw this and I wanted to see if it's true. If you think it's true, apparently we change our voice when we talk to people we like. And we change our voice when we talk to people we don't like. That's true. That's no 100% true. It? Yep. That has to be true because I just thought of a very specific instance where it's like maybe a coworker that I really, really like walks oh. into the room and I'll go, hey, oh my gosh, hi. And like I'll talk to them and be like, ah, how's it going? And maybe I'm more uh, energetic when I'm telling a story. I'm selling myself out here. And then maybe if it's somebody I'm like, meh. Take it or leave them. I'm more just kind of get to the point, surface level, like nothing super energetic or peppy. That do is you, very surprising. Do you feel that way? Because that no. was instantly what I thought of. I, I kept thinking like, really? I mean, I pretty much talk to people the same way. The only problem I have is when I'm lying to you, I normally go high pitched. Well, yeah. When you lie at all, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like I'm on helium or something. I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to admit so that there's me, a little bit of truth to that, but there's so, really not anybody and I'll go on the record saying there's nobody that I really I just hate or that I don't like. Oh wow. There Isn't are people just perfect. No, listen. There are people that like I don't maybe click with as much or maybe we don't get along as much, but I wouldn't sit here and be like, "Oh, I hate that person or I don't like that person." Yeah. Or they're the worst, right? Because it's like, yeah, whatever. So, let me uh, let's do a little role play here. Kay. Like uh let's say I'm someone that as you brought up, your your words not mine, someone you don't click with, okay? Hey, Lauren, how are you? Good, how are you? Wow. <laughs> wow. That has some sting to it, sister. Oh, shoot. Did it? Yeah. Okay, now try something that you like. Hey, Lauren, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, how was your gosh. weekend? How are they not going to know? <laughs> Do the one again. Hey, how are you? This is the, the if you, you don't click with the person. Hey, how are you, Lauren? Good, how are you? Wow, there's there's some tinge there. There is something there. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. If if that's how you've been talking to people, you have uh, probably offended many people. However, I will say just more on the radio aspect is sometimes people have the impression that you change your voice when you're on the radio. Yeah, this is it, baby. And so I've had people like ask about that, and it is, and, and I've had people point out like, "Wow, you you sound the same as you do on the radio." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't." I don't think I have the energy to change the way I talk. That's too much work. I and then I and then I would slip in and out of it, and I'd be trying to order in the drive-through, be like, "Can I get a number seven? Like, what, what, what is going on? So Sorry. I would debunk that myth. I mean, at least for this show, okay. we don't yeah, you know yeah, yeah. change our voices or our um, names or anything. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of someone I don't really vibe with. Give me a give me a hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? Okay, okay. Now someone I like. Now somebody you just really really vibe with. Okay. Hey, man, how are you? Dude, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so over the top. No, you be are, realistic. Okay, all right, all right. Hey, man, what's up? What's up? 
What up, bro? Yeah. I, you know what? There's probably truth to it. To be honest there's with you, there's totally probably tr- truth. Whether you believe it or not, there's truth to it. I just normally find, like, um, just over the weekend, we went to a, uh, a couple's brunch. And I just find with people I don't know yet, and I'm trying to talk to them for the first time, I normally go high pitch, and I ask way too intrusive questions. There were four dudes there that I've never met, and every one of them. I don't know why it felt intrusive, because it shouldn't be, but I was like, so what do you do for work? And, like, it was straight up Why like that. Why does that feel like it? That should be, like, one of the first questions you ask to get to know somebody. But, but it does feel kind of like, I'm not judging you, but I'm just wondering, yeah, right? When I, when I am talking to someone that I don't know and I'm meeting someone for the first time, I do think I go a little high-pitched. I'm like, hey, man, how are you? Hey, man. How's it how's going? It going? <laughs> no, we so did. Cool. We went to, We had this little brunch at uh, a friend's house, but it was a good opportunity for us to meet new well, friends the, and new people. Well, all the wives knew each other. It was one of those Except where, me. I only knew two of the wives. Okay. So you got you had to get to know people, but all the dudes. I asked one of the guys. So I was like, "So you know everyone here?" He goes, "No, I don't know anybody." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's not just me." But but it was uh, my favorite part of the whole afternoon. We're all and in this, it got really quiet for some reason. But we were all chatting and talking. And then all of a sudden, it got really quiet, and we all overheard what Joey did. <laughs> he goes over to some guy at this uh, little Valentine's brunch for like little kids, and you go up to this guy and you're like, "Hey, man, where'd you get your joggers?" <laughs> I like your pants. I like his pants. He had nice pants on. <laughs> and all the ladies started laughing because it's like, we all relate to that. Like, oh, cute shoes. Where'd you get them? Or, yeah. oh, my gosh, I love your bag. Where'd you get it? And normally men aren't the ones that are like, hey, man, that's a that's a cute top. Where'd you get it? I don't mind. Whatever. I'm breaking, I'm breaking down stereotypes. How'd that go, left by the right. way? Was he weirded out by it or no? No, he was like, ah, oh, Lululemon. My mother-in-law got them for me. I was like, oh, of course, rich mother-in-law, man. I don't got that. <laughs> Come on yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, well, I got uh, two for the price of one at Costco. Well, no, and then I told him, I said, I've been wearing the same joggers every weekend because I can't find them again, so I need a new jogger. And he's like, yeah, they're great, Breath- breathable. They look good. And then we started talking about golf. <laughs> Did you and have golfers. him uh, fashion it for you and do like a little runway walk? I was like, can I try them on? Like, just take them off real quick. Let me just try them on. It's Joey and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Sometimes I read things and I just I just go, Why? Like, why Why do people, why are you the way that you are? There's a man who was pulled Not over. Not much. <laughs> well, you'll understand. There's a man that was pulled over by police officers for a suspected DUI. also had a warrant out for his arrest. Yeah. And he had a live alligator in his car when he was pulled over. That's like uh, Talladega Nights with the cougar, right? Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, I, I just don't get it. Like, how did this happen? Hold on a second. We don't know. Alligators may be amazing companion animals. You know, they're pretty quiet. Possibly. Pretty <laughs> And our Possibly. alligators, I believe they're one of those uh, animals. I think most animals are like this. I don't know. I'm not a zookeeper. But I believe they're uh, like one of those animals where when they're full, they are totally chill. Like you could, you could uh, sit See, on- I still, I'm not going to go hang out with one just in case. And how do you know when they're not full anymore? Yeah, that's When do they start to get hungry? <laughs> like when you're an animal expert. How do you know? Because they're always like, man, you don't mess with animals when they're hungry. Like bears, bears are the same way. Like if they're hungry, they're going to eat you. Yeah, but I'm like, not how gonna do you take, know? I'm not going to take any chances. Especially because like even if the bear is not hungry, but say bear wants to like give me a high five or a bear wants to give me a hug, he's going to knock me out with the swing of the paw. Either way, it's dangerous. When have you ever heard of the <laughs> phrase bear hug? Oh, wait. Um, but did we know, was there any water? I mean, I guess alligators don't have to be in water all the time. No, I mean, this guy is now going to be facing criminal charges for unlawful possession of the alligator. So it's not like it was his legal pet or anything. Was this uh, Florida? 
This was actually in California. Oh, wow. I just assumed it was. I actually was picturing Joe Exotic. That's what I was, like, the whole time I'm picturing exactly what Joe Exotic looks like. By the way, have you seen the, uh, is it on Peacock? They've been teasing the 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 new show. Tiger King show. The problem is, that's too long ago. We don't care anymore about Tiger King. I feel like that was more. It's lost its luster a little bit. That was when we were getting stimmy checks and hanging out. We didn't know what was going on. So, like, how do you expect us to. That was back when I was Lysoling all my groceries. Yeah. Like, come on. (laughs) We were in a weird If you still do that, that's fine. But I used to do that and. That was just the time that to be alive. You know, I was watching Tiger King. Well, we I was the world was spraying my milk cartons. Up. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I'm going to watch it because you're right. I'm like, eh. And it kind of looks bad. Like, yeah. it just looks kind of terrible. Kate McKinnon, the problem is every time I see Kate McKinnon, I just think of her in SNL and the different characters she plays. Like, when she does Beaver, she does such a good Beaver. Although she did, she does do a good job. The clip I've seen of her say, hey, all you cool cats and kids. Yeah, but I feel like she already did that on SNL, so it just feels weird. I don't know. It's just overplayed yeah, at this point. Yep. So I guess there was a guy who was in Spain and lost his dentures like 11 years ago. Okay? How do you lose? Oh, okay. Uh, well, you I mean, take, fall I mean, out, I don't know, whatever. I guess you'd. How do you misplace your dentures? Because isn't that the last thing you do? I don't know. Okay, well, here's the story. Um, This is back in 2011. He got too drunk at a pub and needed to puke. And as he was leaving... I never thought about that. Wait. (laughs) If you have dentures, you need to take them out before you vomit. That's a really interesting point. Then he didn't even realize until he got to the next bar. Because he was like doing bar hopping. Well, you must have been super drunk. He didn't remember. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I got no teeth. His top dentures were missing, so not it was he had like the ultimate underbite. <laughs> I'm just trying to you had to be super drunk to forget your teeth. Like you forget you put your teeth in. Well, how about this? He just got a sh- a shocking package that just arrived and it contained his missing dentures along with a letter explaining that they'd been in storage for many years before <laughs> being sent for a DNA test to find the owner. That is a lot of someone, work that someone, someone paid went through. for a DNA, t- DNA test to find the denture owner? Here's the best part. The teeth didn't even fit him anymore. <laughs> so he's like, great. They don't even work. But, but 11 years go by and you finally get those dentures you lost on that drunken night out. I love it if the guy was like, I knew I was going to stay patient. See? See, Janet? I'm glad we didn't buy new ones. <laughs> we just needed to be patient. They're here. It just cracks me up. He didn't even notice his teeth were gone. That is amazing. For a little while. Um, Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg have been named the hosts of the new singing competition on NBC American Song Contest. So what happens? Kelly Clarkson's with The Voice, and The Voice is also on NBC. So wouldn't this be a uh, like a competitor? I don't know. Uh, prob- well, it's the same network. Or is The Voice done? Maybe The Voice is I done. I doubt it. Okay. I There's too many singing shows. I'm sorry. Yeah. We got the mass singer. But we if got anybody's going to be hosting a singing show, Kelly Clarkson should be the one. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg, obviously. And Snoop D-O-double-G. He's got great range. <laughs> uh, this will feature all 50 states competing to win the country's vote for the best hit song. It's like the European Song Contest. It's the American oh, Song like Contest. Oh, Eurovision. Yeah, okay. Maybe that makes makes sense. Very underrated movie, by the way, if you haven't seen oh, the I, Eurovision. I think, yeah, whatever. Uh, Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, it's great. It's weird, but it's great. Yeah. And those are some of your trending stories. It's Joey's Phone Janks. Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. Let's get to this morning's Phone Janks. So Cade reached out to us, wanted us to prank call his girlfriend, Sydney. So they in their townhouse, they have, they've, got a, uh, they've got a dog, and they said that the complex is very particular about people leaving a dog mess. Oh, yeah. yeah like so. and, and on the lawn and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they do a great job. 
But not what I've seen. Not what the neighbors are saying. You're a doggy doo doo ditcher. You just let doggy the doggy doo doo dropper yeah. lever. Sydney's not having it, and it's today's phone janks. Hello. Hi. Is this uh? Is this Sydney? Yeah. Hi, hi, Sydney. How you doing? This is uh, Chip over with. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I just want to give you a call real quick. Um, just about a little uh issue we're trying to figure out. Um, we have gotten multiple complaints about you not picking up after your dog around the complex, and I just want to give you a call about um that situation. We don't want any doggy doo doo issues, if you know what I mean. So um, yeah. I'm just gonna go through this really quick. I mean. Um, we've got multiple complaints uh, from multiple people saying that you're just letting your dog uh, squat, do the pot, and then just leave. Is that is that accurate? No, we actually have our own personal bags too. Own personal, okay. Oh, I'm, a lot of like dog poop on our yard, but they're from other dogs because we always pick up ours. So you're you're saying you do pick up the doo doo, but it's other people that don't do doo. Yeah, don't, our yard okay. is like covered in dog poop. But we have our own bags that we use. Okay, because I'm just going to read a complaint. You guys got a little, uh, what, wiener dog, it, it sounds like? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to read a complaint. It says, uh, this was just from last week. It says, I saw this woman with her wiener dog, let the dog go doo-doo, and she said out loud, do the do and let's ditch. I'm not picking that up. Is that a direct quote no. from you? No, that did not happen. I, I've got I've got another complaint from another neighbor that says, this woman lets her wiener dog do the doo doo and then runs away and sprints like an Olympian. Is that you? So you you let the dog di- no. do the thing and then you run? No, and no, we don't. I don't even let my dog like go in anybody else's yard. I usually use my own. Okay, this complaint says you let the dog do the doo doo and then you grab the doo doo and throw it in somebody else's yard. Is that also accurate? No. Okay, listen. Not at all. I, I'm just gonna let you know. Uh, I'm a cool dude, so I get it. You you think grabbing the doo-doo and throwing it is funny. <laughs> I've been there before, man. I've had dogs. So you can just tell me right now that's what you've been doing, and it's okay. You want to just you want to no, just tell No, not at all. I've, I've always picked up my dog's poop and put it in the trash bag that is right next door to our house. This complaint says you let the dog do the doo-doo. You knocked on the lady's window, and you pointed and said, my dog's doing doo-doo in your yard, and then you ditched. Is that also true? You're knocking no. on now. You're knocking on people's windows, and you're showing them the doo doo. That's just weird, man. I'm trying to figure this out. Do you want to just be honest? I'm being honest. Okay, well, let's do this, Sydney. Could you for one week pick up everyone's doo doo in the complex just to learn your lesson, and then we can move on? You know, just is a, this a joke? This has to be a joke. I, I mean, I can pull up video footage if you want. I, I don't know what you want me to do. I trust me. Yeah, you would, you, you would this rather is not real because I would never do anything like that. So. I've got a quote from a other neighbor here saying that Sydney is the dog doo doo ditcher. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Such a joke. This has to be a lie. A a lie. I'm a Boy Scout, ma'am. I'm honest, Abe, right here. I'm just I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. If you uh, let me tell you this, if you just admit it right now on the phone and you just say yes, we've had a few instances of me letting the dog do its thing and walk away. (laughs) We can get through this so quick. This is that's not one of those if, has if, ever happened. So. If, if you just if you just say one time, maybe you just did it once. We can move on. So just just listen. Just tell me once, and I won't call you again. You, you let the dog do the doo doo in your ditch. It it just say it. Just say it, Sydney. No, nope. nope. I never did it. So so the next thing we're gonna have to contact property management. You know that you know what you signed when you signed your lease and do all that. I don't want to go through all that paperwork, but you'd rather go through that than mind. just admit it. I don't mind. So you're fine no, with going I, through all that I paperwork? I never did any of those things. 
So if you want to contact them, go right ahead. I'm, I'm just going to have to say it. Sydney, you're a dog doo-doo ditcher. And I, I mean, how do you go sleep right at night? Ahead. You're you can a, call me whatever you're you want. You're a doo-doo. Say it. I'm a doo-doo ditcher. Just say it. No. Say no, it. Thanks. All right. No, thanks. But let me talk to your boyfriend, Cade, because this is actually Joey from Joey and Lauren in the morning. And this is a phone, Jenks. And I, I, I knew a, it. <laughs> I knew this was a joke. Uh, so, uh, yeah, don't worry. In fact, I believe you guys do a great job of picking up the dog doo-doo. <laughs> so uh, he, he said that you guys listen all the time. You're a big fan of the show. He wanted to mess with you. So don't worry. Uh, there is no complaints about you being a dog doo-doo ditcher, though I think oh that would be a gosh, great T-shirt. Like, my neighbors are rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, I've got the worst neighbors in the entire complex. Yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, you're the best. So don't worry, all right? Oh, my gosh. Okay. I was getting so mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is make up or break up time. Ben is with us trying to get a hold of Leah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like in his message, he's actually felt like they were almost in a relationship at this point. So, like... This is not a just, a, oh, I just barely met you. Yeah, several dates, he said yeah. in the message. So I love this because it almost feels like you're dating at this point, mm-hmm. but then it also makes it harder because it's like, okay, uh, first dates, a lot of times something turns you off immediately and you're like, yeah, they're not the right fit. But after several dates, it's like, what could have changed? It's a harder fall, I sure. think. And that's what Ben is dealing with. So let's talk to him now. Hello, Ben. Welcome to Makeup or Breakup. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, thank you for being here. So, um, you feel, I mean, several dates. So we we talking like plus four. I mean, it's been more than that, or uh, it's been it's been four. Okay, uh, and, it's been four. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I totally agree that like we haven't had like an official conversation to make it official, but it really did seem like we were. It, it felt like we were dating. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we met through a mutual friend, and on this last day, actually, the, or the fourth date. Uh, she had me over to her house and cooked me dinner, uh, which was great. But yeah, she hasn't uh, she hasn't responded to my texts or calls or whatever since then. I feel kind of bad. Like maybe maybe it was because I didn't help clean up after dinner. And maybe that's it. But I mean, I've been trying to hit her up, and I even got her a gift. Like I bought her some flowers and and, and dropped them off at her at her house. And uh, I don't know. I'm really just wondering what's up because it it seemed like. You know, we, we had a good thing going, and now all of a sudden she's ghosting me. Okay. I, I will say, just based on how you've described, you know, you're not really helping clean up, as weird as it sounds, that is actually a turnoff for me if somebody, like, doesn't clear their mm. own plate. I know it's weird, but it's like if I'm on a date with somebody and they're at my house or vice versa and they don't clear their own plate and expect me to what do is, it, What I is clearing a plate? Can we like, get the play-by-play okay, on that? Okay, so you're sitting at the table, and you're having this amazing meal, and you wrap it up, and then you don't take your plate to the kitchen and put it in the dishwasher. You just leave it there for oh, the other person to get okay, it. Okay, that's clear. That would plate. annoy got me, it. but I don't know if it would annoy me so much that I wouldn't. I wouldn't call somebody back, especially when you've gone on so many dates. Did you not even clear the plate, Ben? The the Lauren clearing the plate <laughs> rule. I did not clear the plate. Did you throw uh, your napkin so down like you're at a diner and you're like, oh, that was good. I'm I mean, stuffed. <laughs> when, when uh, Ben, when you said uh, that Leah made you dinner, my first thought was not exactly dishes, but were you complimentary? I mean, some people, they don't even realize it. And she may have been like, man, oh, I like put my blood, sweat, and tears. You. Like, Did you say like, oh, this rice pilaf is amazing? And like, did you compliment? <laughs> 
Yeah, that that I did do. Okay. I made sure to say that it was that it was good and that I okay. liked it, which is the truth. It was really okay. good, right. and I I know that. Yeah, people need to hear that or should hear that for sure. sure. So uh, let's play a song. Let's come back and let's call Leah. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks, okay. guys. Make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and let's get uh, to Leah. She's going to join us here coming up. We're going to call her because uh, Ben wanted to be on Makeup or Breakup, who has gone out with on four dates with Leah, mm-hmm. had a great time, and he goes, yeah, I mean, I thought at this point we were almost in a, in a relationship. Now, the last date was at Leah's house. She made him dinner. He yes. goes, I didn't do any dishes. Yeah. I didn't help with that. He, he admitted. He's like, ah, I didn't really clean up after. So maybe that's why she's not getting back to me. Also, he mentioned he dropped off flowers. Yeah. After a couple of days of not hearing back from her, he put flowers on her doorstep. And so that stinks. It's uh, another wrinkle. So maybe uh, did she think that was Go too to the forward? grocery store. You got to find the $17 bouquet. You got to get the little plastic baggie. They're wet. You got to make sure they stay alive. You got to go through the checkout. Oh, Some oh, people wonder if you're oh, going to a funeral. Poor, or- poor guy. No, I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he was happy to well, do it. He did say he didn't even take his plate from the table to the sink, which is the bare minimum of trying to help somebody out. I right. do worry Pet about that. Mine. So we've got Leah's number. Let's talk to Leah. Hello? Hello, is this Leah? Yeah, this is Leah. Can I ask who's calling? Yes, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning. We are a morning radio show. And, hi, um, Leah. Hi, that's Lauren. I'm Joey. Uh- Hi. 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 Well, the reason we're calling you, because um, I know this is kind of uh, out of the norm, but we're calling you because a listener of our show has apparently gone on a few dates with you, and now he cannot get a text message back after trying to go out again. His name is Ben. So have oh you gone my out? God. <laughs> have you gone out with a guy named Ben? Um. Yeah. Sounds I like did a few a times. times. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Ben reached out to us. He kind of shared with us briefly the story of you two and how you've gone on several dates. And he's like, I'm really confused. Things were going so well. And now nothing. He mentioned dropping flowers off at your house. He's been texting and calling. And he basically enlisted us to figure out maybe if there's something he did. Cause he's like, she's not calling me back. And I am totally stumped. Oh, so oh God. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, we'd love to know because he's very confused. <laughs> yeah, yes, as am I. I'm very confused. Um, so <laughs> he came over for dinner on our last date, right? And I mm. made this, my lemon pepper chicken, which I was like, yeah, mm. let me cook him this. He'll love it. That sounds um, amazing. Like, dinner was fine, I guess. Um and then, you know, I started cleaning up the dishes or whatever. Um, but then he, <laughs> okay, so he, he started playing hide and seek with me. Hide and seek. Nice. Like, like <laughs> so actually like, playing no. hide and seek or? Yeah, yeah. Like, like actually, in a romantic and, and way? Not, or? Not, like, <laughs> like, he started counting out loud, like, and then he's like, ready or not, here I come. And <laughs> My man. I kind of froze and I was like putting the last of the dishes up and I was like wait what did he just literally is he doing this for <laughs> so, real okay so I didn't know what to do I kind of stood in the kitchen like frozen being like do I move what do I say what do I do okay and then all of a sudden he like come around the corner and he's like oh hey ready or not here I come like wow. and then he's like found you and I'm like wait what <laughs> I, okay I was so okay. confused 
this is so confused. I'm I'm confused too. The, there's the whole phrase like you're a kid at heart, but literally he's like, oh, maybe maybe he read somewhere that playing childish games can be, kind of can be romantic. Intimate. And I I'm thinking this dude read an article in a magazine that said like playing things that are nostalgia <laughs> will help build romance, and he's like, all right. Boom, hide and seek, what, let's do it. What happened after that? So he he finds you and you're like, Ah, you found me. And then and then what? <laughs> did you did you ask him about it or Well no, it got worse. So he's like, Your turn. So I was like, Oh God. Um I was trying to humor him, I guess. I was like, Okay, fine. You did uh-huh. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Here I, I love come. This. I'm counting. Okay. And then like he left and and he went and hid in like my back bedroom. So okay. I was like, oh, haha, okay, he's- I'll come find you. And then he's like on my bed posing, oh, and I was just so this confused. is oh my god! <laughs> you know what, Leah? It this is a, this is a great way awful. to get a tour of a house without asking for a tour. Right? Anytime you go to someone's place, you always want to see what the house looks like. This is his way of doing it, um, Leah. That's amazing. Uh, that is shocking, and that is. Definitely, I, I'm telling you, I bet you he read somewhere that something like this is is fun and romantic because I don't know how you go from great lemon pepper chicken to, all right, I'm closing my eyes, go find me. Um, Leah, Ben well, is- I was just trying to have fun, though. Like, I was just trying to, like, be playful, There's be kind of cute. Just like, I, I thought it wasn't a big deal. Everybody likes hide and seek. It's true. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Leah. That's hi, Ben. ben. <laughs> Hey, yeah, sorry. I, I couldn't I couldn't just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry uh-huh. if that was the wrong move. I thought that it was the right move just because it was, you know, it's just a it's just a fun game to play while we're, you know, getting to know each other and then and, and cleaning up and all that. You mean while I was cleaning up and you were running around like a five-year-old. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Ben, can you just really quick, what, what made you decide to do this? Is this something you've done with other people? Like, what made you go from, hey, that you know, we're just two adults eating dinner to let's play hide and seek? Uh, I just thought it would be a fun way to pass the okay. time. In I like, like a, it. You know, like a fun little little cute sort of way. Yeah. And then next um, day we're going to do Duck, Duck, Goose and, and tag Jenga it. and Twister yeah. and all that I don't stuff. Think, I think there are worse things that could happen on a date, especially, you know, Leah, you guys had gone out several times. So maybe Ben was like so comfortable with you that this was kind of a fun weird icebreaker at your house. I can see how it can be taken. I mean, you're caught off guard, right? Yeah, definitely. I just, I I don't know. I thought it was really immature and just, I was not feeling it. I mean, okay. But Ben at least is owning who he is. And that's, I mean, his confidence, it's not like, I mean, he's, he's owning it and loving it. Um, Ben, is this something that hearing Leah basically diss on the hide and seek, does that change your mind about going out again? Uh, it changes my mind about playing hide and seek. Okay, so you may, <laughs> you may abolish. You will uh, never play hide and seek when you chance, guys go out again. Any chance, Leah? You still want to go out again with Ben? We'll give you to the this... count of ten. <laughs> One, two. I mean, oh god, I don't know. Think of I all the other dates you guys went on. Okay, right, that's fine. Well. Not a good fit. All right, so Ben Twister, your place next Tuesday, huh? What do you think? <laughs> we'll see uh, you there. <laughs> On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. It's time to fess up. Tell the Truth Tuesday with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It's Tuesday. So that means it is time for Tell Tell the the Truth Truth Tuesday. Tuesday. We must answer a truth question that you text in to 68719. This week, the question is, what is the dumbest thing you did as a teenager? 
Oh, Wait, is this segment going to be 28 minutes? I got, I I mean, got all the time in the world. I, I literally have 18 things that just popped into my head at once. I mean, I, I there was actually dumb things I did, and then there was things that I thought was cool at the time, and I realized how dumb it was. But why, I guess that's kind of everything. Why is it that when we were teenagers, it's like everything we did was like death-defying or like just stupid stuff that's like, that could have killed me. I don't oh, know yeah, if you I lived know. that life, but I did. And I'm like, what am I thinking? Science and technology wasn't advanced enough when we were kids. We didn't have to social media yet. to distract us. We like, didn't have the Snapchat. Helmets and seatbelts, I mean, weren't, no. <laughs> <laughs> but when my parents were kids, helmets and seatbelts oh, were kind of like a, seatbelts? What are you talking about? <laughs> you just put your baby on the dash and then <laughs> you drive. Around. Yeah. That's how it used to be. Car um, seats? What's that? Yeah, exactly. I got a seat right here. It's all leather. Um, I'm trying to whittle it down to the dumbest okay. thing I did as a teen. I mean, I snowboarded down a hill naked. That was terrible. Why Why are we not surprised that it had to do with you being naked? Like, everything you tell us on the show. No, there's only two instances where I was no, naked. No, you've had so many naked stories. You kidding me? Yeah, but as a teen, naked on purpose. Maybe naked on accident. Yeah, we've had some neighbor <laughs> run-ins where I've been naked and they see me, but only two on purpose. And both of them was because it was a dare slash bet right. slash I got some money out so of it. So you snowboarded yeah. in the buff. Yes. my uh, sounds miserable. My friend, the Nelson family, lived out on a farm. They had, you know, the wheat crops, and so they had these uh, just pretty steep hills of wheat, right? Well, in the winter, we got a ton of snow, and so you basically had a snowboarding hill or sledding hill, and it was like a Friday night, had the football game or whatever it was, and it was like, Joey, I dare you to snowboard down the hill naked. All right. And naturally, you're like, yeah, sure. sure. Uh, which the problem was, I was not a snowboarder, so I was guaranteed to fall, which I did, and being naked in snow stinks. So. Oh, that sounds terrible. Like, thinking about it makes my skin hurt. Legit, I probably got 23 bucks out of the thing. Which, at the wow. time, minimum That's, wage was like five hey, bucks. 23 bucks when you're like 15, 16, it's like, hey. It's the world. I thought well, that now, was my retirement. Now with inflation, that's like yeah. that's like a slap in the face. And nowadays, kids, that's like two grand. <laughs> it's like $2,000. Um, so that, but also I would say I did a crappy budget highlighters, uh, like highlights in my hair. And I did sun in, if you know what sun in is. And I just yep. sprayed it like crazy. And I looked like a cheetah for a while. I just had blotches. I remember. Yeah. In case you didn't know, Joey and I grew up together, and I remember Joey's frosted tips. You were not at the snowboarding naked, though. No, I was not there. If Thank you goodness. were, we wouldn't have been there. <laughs> I'd have made my decision right yeah, then. Yeah, that's not the guy I need to be with. <laughs> now, I, I've had so many things kind of rattle through my brain just thinking about what is the dumbest thing I did as a teen. A lot of it has to do with just sneaking around, doing stupid stuff, going places I shouldn't. But the one that I think tops all things, which I would never recommend anybody do this, I went to the mountains with strangers. Okay? The I went fact you aren't to on the mountains yet is just shocking. With strangers. Let me explain. I'm not endorsing this, but I worked at uh, Jamba Juice when I was Witnessed a teen. Witnessed the world. Yep. And my best friend and I worked there together. And there were these two regulars that came in a lot. Didn't know them other than the one guy got a mango a go go. And then the other guy got a. Caribbean so, passion. I, I wouldn't <laughs> expect Jamba Juice to be a place where two dudes just go like, hey, like they said a text, dude, let's <laughs> let's chill. Where you want to go? You want to go Jamba Juice again? Yeah, I could go for a mango, a go-go. So we kind of got to know these guys just as, as customers, but they didn't know anything about them at all. And they were part of this... Um, club or project or some sort Biker of gang group 
that would go to places and walk on hot coals. They would walk on fire. I am not making this up. These are the most interesting <laughs> Jamba Juice customers of all time. In fact, I think I have a photo of this event, and I may find it and share it. So they said, hey, do you guys want to come to the mountains and walk on fire? And your response Without was... Without skipping a beat, we were like, yeah, let's go. Oh, my gosh. I Please, kids, if you are listening... Never say yes never. to that invitation. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. Because nine times out of ten, it ain't going to be good. Luckily, Lauren, these somehow- guys were nice and fine, and they weren't creeps. Okay? So we go to the mountains, and I go, and there is. It's like a whole ritual. There's like a ton of people Did up there. Did you like go into some weird cult-like <laughs> thing that I'm not aware of? I, I might have. Anyway, they had these hot coals laid out in like a long walking strip, and they were on fire and each person, one by one, would take turns walking across these hot coals. And I freaking did it. And did it burn your feet? <laughs> Not like you would think. No. You walk fast enough, it's just a little <laughs> little sting. If you walk... You hear that, kids? If you walk fast enough on fire, it's actually not that bad. But yeah, in the middle of the night, just random, you know, two of us going up there. My friend went with me, and then we did go home. We did drive separately, so we left when we wanted yeah, to leave. thank you. Uh, but that's probably the dumbest thing, thinking back Well, what's as crazier a team, is that's that another thing. person, not, there was not one voice of reason between you and your other friend. You both thought it was a good You're idea to go to the mountains. Well. Love yeah, you, Emily. So, don't do it, kids. <laughs> All right. There's our Tell the Truth Tuesday question. It's Joey and Lauren. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. So uh, we might have found the biggest jerk on planet Earth here. <laughs> At least the, the internet has decided this dude is, like, not smart. And it's kind of interesting because there was that story out of the Super Bowl about the uh, wide receiver for the Rams, you know, that uh, basically had his wife had a baby right after the Super Bowl and, like, was rushed out of the Super Bowl to give birth. And so... The, that player ended up playing in the Super Bowl, but then going and witnessing the birth of his child. Well, That's amazing. This man, what a day. This is posted on Reddit. This man, I, I want you to know if there's anything more important than the birth of your child, because a woman posted on Reddit and says that she's having problems because her husband says that he is willing to miss the birth of their child so he can see the Batman on opening day. And this is man, this is superhero oh, people, right? My yes. gosh. So she posted and she says, I'm concerned because my husband says that he is willing to miss the birth of their child. Yeah, so you he can should see be the concerned Batman on opening day. If y'all could see my eye roll, my jaw drop, yeah, that's it. Was he joking? Like, is he serious? I don't think so. I, I think she's being totally serious. Also, the like, Batman, it doesn't even look that good. I mean, no. I've seen the previews. No, this, this is the one with Robert Pattinson, right? This is the one with Robert Pattinson. It doesn't look that good. No. And I, in fact, I think I would be more sympathetic or empathetic or whatever word I'm supposed to use there. I would be more willing to give cope him a with break. The person. Yeah, yeah. If it was like even Infinity War or Endgame, one of the Marvel ones. <laughs> DC's, but DC's it has to be like his Marvel. sixth child or something. And yeah, and that's like- the other thing. You know, <laughs> birth of a child. Trust me, I've been through it once. I'm about to go through it a second time. It is an amazing, life-changing, enlightening, scary. I mean, it's it's a whole bunch of things. It's not just all roses and gumdrops and all that, but it is no, when but that it's baby an comes out. experience you don't oh, want to miss. Yeah, it is. I mean, right? I am not, um, you know, I'm an emotional person, but I try to not cry in public. Like, that's not a big thing. I was weeping, and there was probably 10 people in there, and I'm bawling my eyes out, right? That, it's, that's a place that's very understandable if you yeah, start weeping. Yeah, totally. But, and, and see, what's interesting is I, I have to be there for the experience because it's yeah, happening to me. But I don't see it happening, right, because I'm on the upper end of sure. what's going on in the delivery room. But you being the person seeing it and witnessing it, you say that's something you don't want to miss, right? Is that right. what you're saying? 
But let me just throw out a caveat. Let me throw this guy a bone here for a second, all right? Let's say it is your fourth or fifth child. You've been through that no, dog and no, pony show. No. And what if you're like really queasy? And so it's like, I mean, what would you rather have me have? Let's say I'm a fainter because my brother-in-law like faints. You don't have kids. to look. You can stay above the equator. We've talked about this. Like men who say, oh, I'm, I'm too weak of a stomach to be in there. You don't have to but look. What, what if he's a, what if he's not only is he queasy? It's your fourth kid. Now I believe this may be their first child, which at that point that makes it so yeah. much worse. It, like, it I mean, it's makes bad it either totally way, but... worse. But let's say it's your fourth kid. You're you get queasy. Your mom's going to be there, and your husband's not much of help because he's a nervous wreck. And at that point, wouldn't it be like, ah, go see a movie and come back when the baby's out? You know, I will say there might be a small percentage of women out there that would say, I'd prefer my husband not be there because he stresses me out. Yeah, what would you do? Would you do husband or mom? If I had to choose? Husband. Okay. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I'm going to love my mom. But if if your husband, like, ended up stressing you out more, you may actually be like, you know what, choose mom. I mean, heck, back in the day, the husbands were in the waiting room all the time, which is weird, but that's how it used to be way back when. And smoking a cigar, and then the doctor would come out, it's a girl, or whatever. Exactly. (laughs) So, uh, this man is obviously getting roasted, but it made me ask the question, is there anything that that would trump, like— being there for the birth. And I'm I'm taking out like obviously if you are deployed and there's there's uh, right. but if you have the option. Like you have the option. Is there any event or any special thing that you yeah. would be willing to miss the birth of your child? Because let me throw the one and truly this feels like the one thing that I feel like you could maybe do instead of being there for the birth of your child. And that is what we just experienced, the Super Bowl. But not only that, if you are a Star player or a quarterback? I was gonna I say feel like you had have to play in the Super Bowl. I was gonna say a pl- playing in the Super Bowl, not going or watching or being no, a spectator. No, no, no. But I would say maybe playing. Now, in the are you Super saying Bowl? any any? What about the punter? You think the punter should no, still? No, not the punter. Okay, what about the kicker? <laughs> the kicker's an interesting one. You're not playing a lot, but you are the kicker. Do you play in the Super Bowl? Well, or is are you the there second the string kicker a good kicker? What's his what's yeah, his what's percentage? What's yeah. his yeah, I don't know. What's the backup situation? I think the birth of your child is the most important thing. Now this player, what was his name again? He played for the Rams. He was a wide receiver, so he's kind of a toss up. Like he he was important. Right. He had a couple but, catches. But for him, uh Van Jefferson, but for him, he had the best of both worlds. He got to play in the Super Bowl, yeah. get his ring, and then the baby was born a couple so hours this later. This is what I'm saying. You are the quarterback, you are Matthew Stafford, who was the quarterback of the Rams. Just won the Super Bowl. I think he's got four kids. So he's obviously been in situations where his wife could be having a baby. Uh, let's say he's in pregame warm-ups and his wife goes, honey, I'm going into labor. Or maybe he just got to the locker room and he, it's like four hours before oh, kickoff. this is really hard. What do you do? Because he tried for years and years and years to get and to the Super the Bowl. Do you know how many people would hate you? Could you imagine the quarterback? Hey, coach, <laughs> I can't. But I your wife see- would hate you. What's worse? Your wife know. hating you or the world hating you? The world, I mean, I feel like the like my wife would eventually maybe get over it, but I don't know if fans would ever get over it. I think this is a question for his wife. Would she, what would she want? Would, what would you want? Because she would, she might be saying, no, honey, I okay. want you to play. So I, I am playing in the Super Bowl. You can say quarterback or you can say any position. I'm selfish. You can't play. Even if I was the starting quarterback? Yeah, I'm too selfish. You can't play. <laughs> if I was a bench warmer, I would have no problem going to see the birth of my child. If I r- rode the bench, or even if I was like a running back, they got a couple other running backs. But if I'm the quarterback, what would you say? I'm the starting quarterback. You'd be like, no, nope, you can't play? No. 
Holy moly. You would deal with so much hate mail, unfortunately, which is sad. But so the emails sad. and all that stuff, it'd be crazy. Well, could you FaceTime me from the sidelines? No. <laughs> it's all or nothing. It's time to play Speak Out with Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. It is time to play the game we call Speak Out. We wear a mouthpiece that you get at the uh, orthodontist or the dentist. We stole them from them. Shout out to them for not knowing we no, stole No, we them. actually stole it from the actual game called Speak Out. Nah, I like people we that did think not we broke into game. a dentist's office and stole it. <laughs> uh, and you just have to guess what we're saying. Today's contestant is Nolan. Nolan, what's going on? How are you? Uh, not too bad. How are you guys doing? We're doing Great. wonderful. All right, so Nolan, you have a simple choice to make, and that is who do you want to wear the mouthpiece? Oh, boy. I'm going to go with Joey. All right, that's fine. Sounds good. So I'll put it in. We got five phrases or words. Lauren will give you the hint, all right? Okay. Joey, give us a little test. All right. Are you ready, Nolan? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Perfect. Uh, your first hint is a type of animal. Penguins. Penguin? <laughs> nice job. Yeah. I almost said your first hint is a penguin. <laughs> All right. Your second hint is, I would say, a type of breakfast item, but also it's also a brand. Hi, huh? Oh, yeah. Hiker? Uh, oh, yeah. Anything? Hiker? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I hear something oatmeal. Close. Okay. We'll give you an X. We'll come back to it. Uh, uh, your uh, third hint is a famous movie director. Helen Hillard. Helen Sherrig. Curious George. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. Dang it. Right. We will come back to it, and you're going to go, oh, man, I knew it. <laughs> so we'll come back to that one. Uh, number four is a brand of athletic wear. Under <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That was so easy. Under Nice job. All right. Uh, okay. And then your last hint is a fancy dessert. Holiday. Creme brulee. Creme brulee. Yeah, so the, the two that you missed was you, you got half of it, oatmeal. It was Quaker oatmeal. Quaker oatmeal. <laughs> and then, Joey, give us the movie director one more time. Hian Hilberg. Hian Steven Spielberg. E.T. phone home, but not bad. Close. No, <laughs> you get it done three out of five. We're going to hook you up, all right, man? Woo! There it is. This is Joey and Lauren in the morning. So uh, we didn't get into how I feel like I grew over the weekend from uh, our Super Bowl gathering. Like physically grew? Well, because no. I, I've dealing with that. I would say I physically grew. I am still, <laughs> seriously, I am still feeling like indigestion. Are you really? Still, yeah. And the ah. spread was uh, artichoke dip, uh, buffalo chicken dip, buffalo wings, pigs in a blanket, what else was it there? Is that it? Well, there were like was um, like cheese platters oh, and yeah, veggies yeah, yeah. and yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm still feeling it. But I did grow a little bit over the weekend. You know how I feel about um guests in the bathroom in the house. And that's just been so it sounds like the most it's not a pompous thing. Trust but me. It sounds not, very pompous. I know, I know. It's not about that. I I just don't I get a little worried, um I get a little worried. Hearing people go to the bathroom, there's just something about it. And the way our house is set up, where our living room is and where the guest bathroom is, it is like it's pretty direct close. shot. I mean, yeah. yeah, you can hear almost anything. 
And I, before, because really it was just my parents and then it was my buddy Mike. But still, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. I said to myself before we began, Joey, water off a duck's back. Just let, let people do their thing. And it never bothered me. Though I, I don't think many people use the bathroom, but I feel like maybe I'm going to get over this. Okay. So you Possibly. feel like you've, you've moved on from this? Are you going to now allow anybody and everyone to use the bathroom? Well, you know, I, I think I, I'm going to watch the way I make people feel because I feel like I've made it such a big deal that people just hold their bladders. Well, your mom, your poor mom, I think she's suffering from anxiety from all this because I heard her when she was at our home, uh, this is Super Bowl Sunday, and she goes, oh, I have to use the bathroom, but I know the rules. I know the rules, Joey. I'll, no, they're not rules. I'll, turn on, See, I'll make sure the fan is on, even though I'm just going to be in there for like one minute. It's just an in-and-out bathroom break. But I know you like the fan on, so you don't hear anything. And you know, I could tell she's like, the gears are turning in her mind because she knows how like obsessed you are with making sure you don't hear anything. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's a bathroom. So let me say this here and now. I'm going to change myself now. And from now on, if you use a fan, if you don't use a fan... I'm not going to worry about it. Door open? Door could be open. (laughs) But from now on, if someone comes to our house and like, hey, can I use the bathroom real quick? I am going to just realize I may hear some things. I may not hear some things. And I'm just going to move on with my life. Get over it. It's a bathroom. now I crank up the volume on the TV. I'm like, please use the fan. Please use the fan. Please use the fan. (laughs) Now, here's what I would like. I would like that anytime you are using somebody's bathroom... Even if you're in there to wash your hands, just turn on the fan. Yeah, it's well, gonna help. Well, everybody. when our friend Mike showed up, um, you said, "Hey, uh, bathroom. There's one right here, but there's also one upstairs." Yeah, but and then he goes, "Joe, I've been here before. I know, I know where your bathroom is. I know what you were doing. You were trying to like fit in a little little ditty about, hey, uh, there's one upstairs. But you know you what? Can use. That's still growing because what I used to do, if someone came over, I'd be like, hey, so if you need to use the bathroom, honestly, the one upstairs is great. Uh, Better flusher. Yeah." <laughs> But now I just said, hey, just so you know, here worst. are your bathroom options. There's a bathroom upstairs, and there's one in the uh, right by the living oh, we're room. We're proud of you. So I, f- I feel like I'm getting better at it. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, I just I f- that was the big moment. Also, I have seen multiple reports that, and I don't know how they would gauge this, but they were saying that is the uh, one of the biggest audience scores for a halftime show ever. Oh, so wow. A lot, of, a lot of, yeah, but I've, I've read now. I mean, you know, public opinion. It feels like at least my demographic, a lot of people liked it. Oh, most people I've talked to and I've seen all over my social media loved it. The only knocks I've seen is that some people wish it was longer. Yep. Other people wish Eminem had more time. And then others that I've seen say they could have done without 50 Cent. He yeah, was the surprise was, guest. And I'm like, eh, I could have done without that one. That was the one point with my parents in the room that I was like, oh, my gosh, please, somebody change the <laughs> channel. Like, I can't I handle this. I used to this. listen to this song. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but uh, apparently experts say as far as audience, and maybe they have, like, a focus group that watches it, it's one of the highest rated, like, feedback of, hey, that was great. And you know why? Because it was nostalgic. That's, that's what why. I, that's what I was saying. It, the, yeah. the, I mean, you've had bigger stars currently, like The weekend and stuff, but it was nostalgic. Yep. That was the reason. Exactly. Also, it blew my mind how many of those words I knew. Like, you know, I was I was upstairs for a little bit, and I was amazed how much I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And then I was just going <laughs> off, and I think a lot of people were saying that. Like, man, my kids learned a lot about mom and dad for about 14 minutes while I had, I'm standing I in the living room. I had one friend, she's like, I think I actually tore something in my back, <laughs> or I, like, threw out my back just uh, enjoying the halftime show. That's when you realize, okay, this used to be my jam. Yeah. Now I'm too old for this. <laughs> it's Joey and Lauren. My 1027. Wake up. Laugh. Repeat. Joey and Lauren in the morning. Is there anything worth missing the birth of your child? We bring this up, well, for a couple of reasons. First off, there's a story uh, about the Super Bowl wide receiver for the L.A. Rams 
his wife mid-Super Bowl in the stadium had to get taken out to the hospital on a stretcher because she was going into labor. Uh, for him, it timed out perfectly. He finished the Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl ring. And then a couple hours later, there he is in the hospital welcoming his child. Could but- you imagine if it was too late and she had that baby in the luxury <laughs> box at SoFi Stadium at the Super Bowl? It's like quiet. That would actually be amazing. I mean, I feel bad for her because of the, you could scream the, as the pain. You and, you know, you never know what could happen in situations when you're not with medical professionals. But could you imagine? Yeah, I was born... At the Super Bowl. Well, how, yeah, that would be great. And how many doctors are there in attendance? There's thousands and thousands. So, uh, all especially you, the in the PA, especially all the people that are ponying up to go to the Super yeah. Bowl. On the PA, uh, excuse me, is there a doctor there in luxury box uh, 13D? Someone is giving birth. Thank there were you. actually a, a group of doctors. There was a special that uh, they had on before the Super Bowl. A group of doctors that are big Rams fans, and they were on a flight. Uh, last year or something, and the the pilot said, "Is there a doctor on board?" And, and there was like they, seven of them. They saved whatever. a woman's life. Could you imagine? Because they were at the Super Bowl. Could you imagine they do that again? Like, is there a doctor? And he's like, again? "Again, what is going do on? Do I not get a day off?" Uh, but also, we brought this up not only because of the Super Bowl story, but apparently there is a uh, woman that posted on Reddit. She goes, "Hey, I'm a little concerned. My husband said that he is willing to miss the birth of our child because he has." opening day tickets for the new Batman movie, and he's a huge Batman fan. Thank you, next. Bye. Yeah. Sorry, I so, feel like you're not my husband anymore. <laughs> we, we brought it up. What is there anything, and we took out uh, deployment, like if you are obviously, a, you know, you're deployed, serving our country, yeah, yeah, yep, that's not going to work out. You're not going to be able to come back. Maybe you are, but not going to be able to come back for that. We're talking like if you were the quarterback of a team in the Super Bowl, would you miss the game for the birth of your child, or... Is that a case where you go, you know what, yeah. you're a quarterback for a Super Bowl, or, you've got to play. Or is there an event of some sort yeah. that you'd be like, mm, that trumps being there for the birth of my child? Yeah. I think you're terrible. What if, if you're getting sworn in as the president? Now, normally the presidents, by the time they're getting sworn in, they're not at the child rearing age. But like if you somehow, you were going to have a baby, but you, you were also supposed to get it. You were also supposed to get sworn in? Can't but what if it's postpone, on a certain day? If you're going to be the president, can't you just postpone that? You're the president. I guess you can kind of do what you want, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, you're almost the president yeah. at that point. So let's read some of your texts. 68719, anything worth missing the birth of your child? Uh, this text says a death of a parent. So if your parent passes away, Ooh. you need to attend to that, but your child's being born. See, someone I'd like to brought think, you into this world. You're helping right. someone come into the world. Mm. I'd like to think your parents would want you yep. to be by my side and not worry about them dying. But I, I don't just, know. Some people say, you know, this text says that that would be more important for them. And that's I fine. I just don't know how the conversation goes. I think maybe some people, but I feel like if I said, hey, Lauren, so my mom's funeral is this Friday and I know you're supposed to have her baby. I'm going to be at my mom's funeral. I feel like I would maybe also join my mom in the funeral because I'd be dead as well. <laughs> I think that's how that would work out. At least I know, in our like, relationship. I'm the one living. Uh, this text says a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. <laughs> oh, man. So you go on like a fancy, so, lavish vacation. If you have multiple children, can you make the argument that it's not once-in-a-lifetime? Because, I mean, we're about to experience it for second-in-a-lifetime. Yeah, I don't think it matters if, if it's you your Bora first Bora, or your sixth. No. I mean... Truly, I think it's an experience that not only is it a maybe an experience for, for you as the partner enduring it and being there, but think about the mother yeah. giving birth. Like being alone in that situation has got to be really scary. So we kind of brought this up earlier and someone did text about it. They said, my husband is a first responder. If he was trying to actively save someone's life, I would totally understand. That to me is yeah. part of his job. That's cool. This text says a business trip in Russia. 
So maybe this happened to them. Oh, maybe man. they were. This is very specific. So maybe Honey, it happened. I'm with the Russians. I can't be there. <laughs> this, I'll be home soon. This text says the the doctor allowed me to deliver my granddaughter. He stood behind me, and it was the coolest thing ever. Oh, that's awesome. I uh, by the way, a uh, little peek behind the curtain. I have asked. I there was one of the first things I asked the doctor. I said, "How much will you let me help?" And he's like, "Man, I'll pretty much let you do the whole thing." So. Good news. When baby two comes, then why are we I'm paying you? Why, wait, wait a minute. Why are we paying you? I'm like, hey, Lauren, <laughs> let's push a little bit. Huh? A little kidding. something, something. This text brings up a good point. They say some people plan a wedding a year in advance. I'm from a large family, and my mom had my little sister after my oldest two sisters were married. So, what if my mom had gone into labor the morning of one of those weddings? Do we cancel the wedding yeah, and everything? Know. Or. Does dad still attend the wedding or does dad be with mom for baby? Oh, gosh. That's very interesting. Dad. That's a whole father of the bride situation. Yeah. And Well, keep texting yeah. us, 68719. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand.